Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. right ladies and gentlemen it's commissioner cooper and it's time for tss fantasy oh hell yeah <laughs> i like the hell yeah nick good job appreciate that like all that. right so so we had a busy week three um lots to react to last night um you know had an interesting monday night game um you know was a little lopsided unfortunately but lots to talk about with that too um so let's get Things started. Let's welcome to the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Yes, I am in the studio. My name is Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. And uh, I hope my uh, Phillies don't get Flandered tonight by them Braves. And speaking of getting Flandered, uh, don't get Flandered for Christmas. Uh, don't be a Grinch. Go buy your one and only TSS t-shirt. Go to, go to bonfire.com and in the Search bar, type in TSS, and you will see the most beautiful fantasy football T-shirt you could possibly get. Comes in shades of blue and gold. Indeed. And I think we're going to add some long sleeves T-shirts in there as well. Uh, Shirts, I should say. Sorry. And uh, maybe some hats, too. So we're going to add some stuff to the store. Just want to throw that first campaign out there. So be on the lookout. Uh, for some fall items there for you as well. Let's also welcome to the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Hey there, gentlemen. I'd like to throw out a suggestion for our Christmas line of TSS gear. Maybe we do a shirt, a long sleeve shirt that says, don't get Flandered for Christmas. Yeah, hey, I like like that as well. I mean, Nick's got a lot of flandering on his mind tonight. (laughs) That's for sure. All right, let's uh, also real quick, as a reminder, we are the fantasy show of the people. And as such, we would like for you to interact with us on all our social media websites. Go to TikTok, Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter, whatever else I didn't mention, everything under the sun. We'd love your interactions. Send your lineup questions, trade questions. Uh, We'd love to interact with you there as well, so please don't hesitate to do so. Visit us at tssfantasy.com as well as Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Uh, We are a proud member of of that network, so check out all their great shows on there as well. Um, Everything under the sun for all your sports fans. And if you're in your car or just hanging out in the garage, 
Turn, tune in to Unhinged Radio. They're a 24-7 sports radio network with all types of different shows on there as well. Most of them from the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. You can check us out at 8 to 9 a.m. Make us part of your morning commute. We are the fantasy show of the people. All right, let's get things started. We have a busy show as we talked about tonight, and we got the doc in-house. So let's start things off with Dr. Miller's house call. The doctor is in now. Yeah, that plays well in the morning and at night. I love that. And I've always wanted my own theme music, so this is great. Uh, This is my entry song. I love it. Yeah, we're working on maybe, you know, next year, you know, we'll get some, you know, get some feelers out there and we'll get like something real specific for you. Next year, that means contract extensions are coming up. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll have the agents call soon. Absolutely. So last week's show was the quarterback show, I feel like. This week's show is going to be the hamstring episode. (laughs) I've got a lot of those to talk about this evening. So in advance of starting to talk about any individual player, I want to talk a little bit more about the hamstring anatomy and why we're seeing so many of these injuries early in the season. So early season hamstring strains, as we're seeing, are super common. And this isn't unique to the hamstring. This is the calf. This is the groin. And sometimes you'll hear uh, some talking heads saying that it's due to ineffective off-season conditioning. But I want to change the word ineffective and say maybe incomplete off-season conditioning. It is really hard in the off-season to stimulate, uh, excuse me, to simulate game-like conditions. And so these guys are coming into the season maybe having not run quite so fast, cut quite so hard as they're doing in real-time games. So ineffective conditioning is leading to some of these are incomplete conditioning leading to some of these injuries. And we're going to talk about three grades of hamstring injuries this evening. We've referenced these in previous shows, but for the new listeners, we've got grades one, two, and three. And those are named in corresponding order of their severity. Grade one hamstring or any other muscle strain is going to be due to an overstretching or maybe some micro tearing of a small percentage of the fibers. These individuals are generally able to come back in one to two, maybe three weeks, and return to previous form. A grade two, you now have some partial tearing. And you'll see a minimum of two to four weeks, but realistically, this can take six, eight, or even 12 weeks, three months, to fully return to previous function. And then a grade three, we're looking at no less than six weeks, but often these are going to be season-ending with complete rupture of the muscle and or tendon involved. So a little bit of the anatomy of the hamstrings there and what we're dealing with for a number of our athletes tonight. Yeah, um, indeed. In fact, just so you know, um, in the off-season, Nick does not find it at all difficult to stimulate himself at at all. All right, so let's start. uh, We're talking about hamstrings. One of the most biggest disappointments so far in the fantasy um, ranks has been A.J. Brown. And, uh, you know, I deem Sunday as get right Sunday. For a lot of players, he was included. Unfortunately, he came off the field real early. So let's talk about A.J. Brown's injury. So he came off the field in the first quarter. 
So you didn't earn a lot of points with him. I don't know how many exactly he had before leaving, but not a whole lot of points if he's leaving in the first quarter and did not return. Now, he's currently listed as week to week, but I'm expecting him to miss week number four. I would strongly encourage if I was advising the team to not be playing him through this soft tissue injury. This is what leads to them becoming chronic and recurrent. If they're back on the field too quick, it's what's going to aggravate it and turn that grade one into a grade two. So I would feel confident saying he is unlikely to play week four. Mm. Um, How about um, an update on Christian McCaffrey? Have you heard, since we're on the hamstring topic, I'll just go down the hamstring line, I guess, so to speak. So Christian McCaffrey, any update on his um, hamstring and his availability going forward? So I think the fact that they're not placing him on the IR is an update in and of itself. And, you know, they're saying maybe going to miss three or four weeks. And with the 3-0 and record at this point, there doesn't seem to be any urgency to bring him back. But the fact that they're not putting him on the IR tells me this is probably a serious grade one, but not into the grade two territory. Um, again, three to four games should give that grade one hamstring strain sufficient time for him to recover. Now, that is a little bit complicated by the fact that he had a calf cramp in week two. And here we are with the hamstrings. So that, that does bring into question the completeness or the effectiveness of his offseason conditioning. The one injury, maybe a fluke, but two in just a couple of weeks starts to become a little bit concerning. Well, I mean, listen, three to four games is concerning regardless because, you know, you've spent uh, either a number one or, you know, a two, three, four, a, a high pick for him. You're going to be out three to four games. Plus, I, I don't know when they'll have to look when their buy is, but that plus maybe possibly their buy. So that's five games out of the season now. You're out Christian McCaffrey. That's pretty big news in and of itself. Um, Thanks for rubbing so, that in. Out five weeks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, I, we're in so many at this point. I think I have him in a couple somewhere. You know, it's like whatever at this point. Um, Sterling Shepard, so we'll just stay on the hamstrings. Um, and also, both of them are on the same team, Darius Slayton as well. Um, you know, this is big news fantasy-wise because obviously this brings up the value of Kenny Galladay and Evan Ingram um, if you have them on your roster. Uh, but what have you heard? Uh, what is news out on them? How long may they be out for? Yeah, I want to also add one more whose value may have uh, really risen quickly. Kadarius Tony's supposed to get some more touches this week as well. So both Shepard and Slayton, um, two hamstring strains. Both of them likely grade one strains. But like I mentioned a moment ago, even with a grade one, don't expect them to play this weekend. It's rushing these grade ones back that causes them to recur and become chronic. And it's going to cost them more time over the course of the season than if they sit and rest. Realistically, both of these guys should miss a minimum of one to two weeks. Now, something to watch for. Watch for that grade two label. If either one of them or any of these other hamstring injuries receives that grade two label, that's going to put them out till November. So Mm. if we're just continuing to hear grade one or hamstring strain and they're not going on the IR, it's likely a grade one. But that two comes with a prolonged absence, looking at a minimum of six weeks, if that becomes the case. Mm. Um, Did you see anything? I know Tyler Lockett came back into the game, um, you know, with a knee. It seemed it seemed to what what we heard was an MCL sprain. Have you are you hearing the same thing? And do you think expect him to miss any time? 
Yeah, so I, I watched this video, and um, his left foot was in contact with the ground while he was being tackled. And the knee buckled inward as the body came out with the foot on the ground. And I think he probably gets the award for luckiest man in football this weekend because that mechanism of injury is almost always correlated with an MCL and or ACL rupture. So he's incredibly fortunate to have walked off the field and then later returned. Uh, Now, if you listen to him post game, he mentioned that the time he spent down on the field was himself assessing his knee. He knew something happened. He was in a little bit of shock from it, um, not medical shock, just kind of psychological shock that had happened and self-assessed it. But the fact that he came back within that game is super encouraging. And if there was an MCL or ACL issue, he would not have. So uh, super happy for him. He dodged a bullet. Yeah, I, I talked about that. And, you know, I thought, well, maybe if he swelled up this week, that'd be pretty much the only way I could see him missing time if he was able to come back in after that happened. So, um, yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty amazing. I did see it myself and was like, I thought it was he was night night, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. All right. So Juju uh, looked like he hurt some ribs, but they listed him as day to day. Kind of the designation they gave two of though right after. So it was a little, little one of those things where hey, let's kind of wait and see. So what are your thoughts on Juju and what'd you find out? Yeah, my show notes uh, warned me to not go ahead and say what I said about Tua last week. <laughs> so right now he's day to day with a rib injury, bruise not broken. But I'm going to wait for Wednesday's report before we <laughs> say anything else. If it's just a bruise, expect to see him. If there's a fracture, no way he's playing. If there's major cartilaginous damage, he's going to miss a couple of weeks. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I wasn't going to uh, jump too far ahead of myself on that one. Um, James White, um, was, he was carted off the field. Looks like it was a hip. I think it was, uh, I read, a hip dislocation, more like kind of a Fitzy-type injury. Um, what'd you hear about him? And it looks like he's pretty much done for the season. Yeah, you're not leaving me much to say, so I was going <laughs> to highlight this. Is, in fact, what Fitzpatrick uh, walked off the field with. And I said a couple of weeks ago that Fitzpatrick is a tough dude to have walked off the field with this injury. And James White, like a mere mortal, had to be carted off. And and I don't say that with judgment. I would have been carted off as well. Fitzy, one tough dude. Um, But yes, hip subluxation, or or like you said, dislocation, was the official word. Um, I anticipate he's going to be put on the IR, and I expect a prolonged absence. And the word is potentially, but I'm going to say likely, the end of his season hmm. um all right let's go to giovanni bernard um you know he had that late i mean just seemed like a stupid injury unfortunate for him uh because he was having a great game um the guy had a knee injury what did you hear about geo and uh, is he gonna miss any time yeah so geo has an mcl sprain mcl one of the four major ligaments of the knee it runs north south on the inside connecting the upper to lower leg bone And he's listed as day-to-day. And so although it's not explicit, the day-to-day label implies it's a grade one. So could he play? Yes, probably more likely to play with a grade one MCL sprain than a grade one hamstring strain. Um, But I want to highlight that Nick Chubb missed a lot of time. I think he missed six games last season with a grade two. So if you see 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. This upgraded, or I guess downgraded, from a grade 1 to a grade 2 MCL sprain, uh, he's going to end up going on the IR. As of today, though, his day-to-day status tells me it's a 1 They're not concerned it's going to even cause him to miss any meaningful time. But as I mentioned a moment ago, wait for that grade. If we see the grade two, time to sit him. Mm. That's very interesting. All right, so on the last one, um, I think Gronk looked like he was okay. It's not worth really talk about his ribs, uh, kind of the same situation. Um, They are Justin Fields, also the same thing, x-rays negative on his hand. Elijah Moore, however, with the concussion, um, what have you heard about that? And is he does he look like he's missing significant time uh, with his his concussion grades? Yeah, I don't have anything unique to him. So yes, like you said, diagnosed with a concussion, automatically put into the concussion protocol, which means minimum of five days. He needs to get through all five phases before he's back on the field. That would require really rapid progress through the phases. I haven't heard how he's doing. All brain injuries present differently. Brain recovery can be difficult to predict. So I think our best bet is to wait, see what Wednesday says, and then he may end up being a game-time decision. Awesome. All right, well, Dr. Miller, we appreciate your time. TSS family, yes, hold on. Nick has a question for you. Okay, uh, just one thing. Uh, The Panthers' bye week is week 13. Okay, yeah, so it would be an extra week, yes. And... Flandering is always in season. <laughs> That's true. You don't need an on or off season for flandering. That, sir, I do agree with. All right, with all that being said, Dr. Miller, we appreciate your time. TSS family, you can catch Dr. Miller again on Sunday morning with Wake Up with TSS Fantasy. We will discuss the day ahead and what players may or may not play during that during that Sunday. So come check us out. Dr. Miller, thank you so much for joining us. See you Sunday. All right, guys, we'll be right back. TSS Fantasy. As you know, I am a jokester. And one of the things I'm serious about is the health of my car. When my car is not working properly, I take it to the auto clinic in St. Cloud, Florida. Anytime my brakes or AC needs to be repaired or I just need general maintenance, I take it directly to the auto clinic where they take care of all my auto needs. They are a complete auto repair shop. If you need repairs done to your vehicle, the auto clinic is the place. It can be found at 1524 13th Street, St. Cloud, Florida, 34769. And you can call them at 
404-879-2814 to schedule an appointment. You can trust the folks at Auto Clinic that you can trust I'm about to have another snack break. Must be having a long snack break this, today. All right, let's start with the Monday night reaction and a game where your squad <laughs> got their ass whooped. A little um, bit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's be real about it. Um, so final score, 41-21. Jalen Hurts, 326 yards. We'll start with him. Two TDs, two picks. Um, 35 yards on the ground. So does not matter if it's garbage time or not. Jalen Hurts had a great fantasy night regardless. Um, you know, Miles Sanders. Now this is where the Eagles uh, offensive game plan just, I don't know what they want to think. Two, two attempts, two carries. Like, two carries. Two I just, carries. I, I just, I mean, listen, I can understand, like, if you're the Cowboys going against the Bucks, you know, what they did, you know, kind of did what they did, but this is this was not it at all because this didn't work. Um, Goddard led the way in receiving yards with 66 um, on four targets. It was interesting, though, that Ertz not only got in the end zone, um, 53 yards, but had seven targets. He led the way, led the team in targets um, that night. So very interesting Um a thing to pick up on is, you know, is that going to be the situation going forward? Is Ertz the guy that you want to have in your starting lineup? Um, Jalen Rager was the uh, top receiver for them with five receptions for 53 yards. On the Cowboys side, Dak Prescott, um, 238 yards, three TDs. He looked flawless pretty much the entire night. Uh, big night for Zeke. We talked about get, get right Sunday. It was get right Monday for Zeke. 95 yards, two TDs, and receiving 21 yards. So, um, yeah, good night for Zeke all the way around. Um, who it was a real good night for was Dalton Schultz. Six receptions, um, 80 yards, two TDs on seven targets. So, again, the tight ends led the way last night. C.D. Lamb um, had a decent night, um, not targeted that much, but when he when he was, he made for it three targets, um, three receptions, 66 yards. Amari Cooper seemed to calm down to earth a little bit with three receptions, 26 yards on four targets. Nick, your thoughts on uh, Monday night and the fantasy uh, somewhat bonanza that took place? Uh, there was no, not much of a bonanza. Um, it was just game flow, I think. You know, uh, that old saying Mike Tyson has, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Well, the Eagles got punched in the mouth and then some. Uh they're obviously that was not their game plan. I didn't think they expect to only give the ball to uh, Sanders twice. He's got to get more involved. Yeah. So um, question for you going forward is Miles Sanders droppable for you, or is he somebody you want to buy low on? What do you think about Miles Sanders? No, I would, I would try and engineer a trade, but I would just keep him, Stash on the on the bench at least for two more weeks. If he doesn't do anything for for two weeks, now they got Kansas City coming up. You know they got the worst defense in the NFL right now. Uh, you might want to give him one last shot, but I wouldn't. You're you're close. You're you're real close about getting him uh, about dropping him. I had higher hopes. Get iPhone 13 Pro on us. I had higher hopes for for him this year, uh, but I would. 
two weeks at tops. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much you're going to get for him if you try to trade now, but, um, you know, he's not looking, not looking very good when you're only getting the ball two times in the game. Um, not like they really look for him in the air either. They did target him three times, but um, Kenneth Gainwell actually had just as many targets. Um, so, you know, what, what can you say about the night for the running backs? Um, and it was definitely a big get right for Zeke, um, you know, for 95 yards, two TDs. He looked good. But again, um, Tony Pollard still eating in those minutes. And again, they talked about it even on the game, uh, you know, during the broadcast. Um, Tony Pollard and that offense does look pretty smooth when it goes in there. It so um, it's interesting. It'll be an interesting dynamic going forward, but I definitely like Zeke going forward as well. All right. So let's go on to our new favorite segment. We, and you're the only one here. So I guess I can only reward you the points. <laughs> I'll, I'll call on myself too. I'll surprise myself. Maybe it's time for this. availability. That's right. All right. It is time for this week's Champs or Chumps. All right. Champs or Chumps. All right. We're going to bring up our fantasy leaders as now this on these ones, Nick, just so you know, because I know the other night you're questioning. These are, I put these on standard. So we'll, I'll go back and forth. But this is all standard scoring, although it doesn't matter with the quarterback. But we have Kyler Murray, number one, 89.2. Tom Brady is 87.5 at number two. Pat Mahomes at number three. Um, 83.2. Number four, Jalen Hurts, 73.1. Lamar Jackson at number five, 72.6. Kirk Cousins at number six, 76.4. Josh Allen, 72.1. Matt Stafford, number eight at 72. Derek Carr, 71.4. And Daniel Jones going in the top 10, 67.4. Nick, give me. I'm gonna. Uh. All right, I'm gonna give you my chump. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Daniel Jones. Uh, Daniel Jones is my chump out of that top ten. He has come crashing down to earth because uh, they, they, I guess, uh, when he has to stand there and throw the ball, he's not as effective as when he gets out on the run. So I'm gonna call him my champ. I'm assuming my chump of the week. And then my champ of the week, I am going to go with Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray gets it done all the time. And then my co-champ has got to be Tom Brady. Yeah, um, you know, you know who's a champ for me, and I called it during the off season, and I think he's going to be there in the top ten when it's all said and done. Is Jalen Hurts, and it's again because it's going back to the Eagles' defense. It just isn't that good. I think it's starting to come out now um, how not good it is. So, again, garbage time doesn't matter. Jalen Hurts is still a good athlete, does great things. If the defense can't hold him, though, he's going to always be out there scoring points. So that, that show improved actually this past week. So I like Jalen Hurts a lot going forward. My chump of the group this week um, looking at this top 10, I don't think Derek Carr is going to stay there at number nine. Derek Carr is playing great now, but 
Derek Carr ends up doing what Derek Carr normally does um, and starts to collapse and make mistakes, starts questioning himself. Um, I think that's one of the guys in the NFL. I just, I think he just kind of has a head issue to be quite frank and just makes silly mistakes when he doesn't need to. I think he will be the chump of our top 10 this week. All right, let's go on to our running backs. All right, the top 10 performers so far in fantasy, Derek Henry at number one. And again, if you listen to TSS family, I've told you he was the guy to get 65.8 points. Um, number two, Aaron Jones, 53.3. Nick Chubb, number three at 44.3. Ezekiel Elliott, 43.2. Christian McCaffrey at 42.4. Um, Austin Eckler, 42.9. Number seven is Kareem Hunt, 40.9. Number eight, Swift. I mean, wow. I didn't think he'd be up there, but he is 40.9. Number nine, Chris Carson with 39 points and Melvin Gordon, 38.9. So Nick, what is your champ out of this group? Uh, Well, surprisingly, I am going to go with my champ. I am going to go with Zeke this week because Zeke did come out. He had a redemption game, albeit against Against my birds, um, it is what it is. But 95 yards and two touchdowns is not a bad night for you. So, uh, you know, I can't go with Henry because Henry, he's been consistent. He's been doing it the whole season long. So my champ is going to be this week, Ezekiel Elliott. (laughs) That must hurt. All right, what about a chump? What about a chump out of this group? I would have to say... Uh, number eight is going to be my chump of the week, and that would be De- uh, Devante DeAndre. Who I can't get his name right. DeAndre Swift. I had a feeling about this guy. He's going to be. He had all hype in the preseason, and then as you can see, and you called it. You called it when uh, Williams got signed, and he just ate in his carries, ate in his touches. You just see Swift slowly dropping down the ladder, and I think that's where it's going to go. Uh, I think he's going to fall out of the top 10. I think he'll be a top 15 back at the end of the season, but I don't think he's going to sustain his top 10 status. Um, yeah, my chump out of this group is definitely Melvin Gordon. Um, not to say that he is a chump, um, but I don't see him, um, you know, they've had a very light schedule thus far. I don't see that going forward. I'm just not a big believer in their offense, to be quite frank. Um, so I just see Melvin Gordon not sustaining that top 10 status. Um, and my champ this week, um, you know, listen, Nick Chubb, he's been, I mean, I don't know what else really else to say about Nick Chubb. I mean, he's been doing it this year and doing it, and doing it well, and with Kareem Hunt, the guy spelling him, not too far behind him, four slots down in the ranking, so, I mean, that's pretty amazing to me, that whole uh, Cleveland offense is is pretty pretty unique, to say the least. All right, let's yeah, go on. <laughs> no, they really don't. I mean, they could probably have, um, you know, run the Wildcat the entire game, honestly, and they'd be just fine. Um, you know, with the athletes, and I, I, mean, I don't know if you, if you caught any of that game, but just Kareem Hunt, he's just a different guy on the field. Like, you know, he looks like he looks like the big high school player playing with the Pop Warner kids, 
Um, just being able to break tackles the way he does. It's just that, that to me is what's amazing about Kareem Hunt is yes. that break. Speaking of break, breaking tackles on his touchdown run, I saw him and as soon as he broke that one tackle, he started to get out there and then he kind of had like a little jut. I was like, uh Oh, hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're team, team ready. ready. Black Hills energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're team Team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. There goes his hamstring, but he made it. He was fine. (laughs) Yeah, no, indeed. All right, let's go on to receivers. Uh, We'll talk about... Number one, Cupa Koopa Koopa Cup, 62, 66.2 points. He's our number one guy in the house. Mike Williams, another big get in the draft so far, 55.5. Number three, Tyler Lockett, 48.9. Number four, Jamar Chase. Again, if you listen to TSS Fantasy, I told you a top 10 receiver Jamar Chase was going to be number four, 45.8 right now. Adam Thielen, 42.1. Um, Chris Godwin at number six, 40.3. Brandon Cooks, 38.7. Debo Samuel, 38.2. Justin Jefferson, 37.8. And Devontae Adams, 36.9. Nick, who's your chump out of this group? Uh, hmm. Out of this group, I'm going to say Justin Jefferson. Because uh, in in that offense, what he did last year, versus what he's doing this year, uh, this week anyway. He didn't produce as much as I thought he was going to do. So he he would be my he would be my chump of the week, and he's just got to get more looks. Um, uh, K.J. Osborne was taking uh, looks away from him, and so was their tight end. So uh, uh, that was Conklin. So I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson this week, as much as I hate to say it. Hmm. Interesting. Um, all right. What about your champ? Uh, my champ is going to be on pure toughness. It's going to be Tyler Lockett, uh, due to his, due to his injury, uh, this week, uh, came out of the game, uh, laid there, collected his thoughts and said, you know what? I'm going to gut this one out. All right. And, uh, he came back in the game, uh, finished the game up with, uh, with, with some solid points, some solid production, helping out uh, Metcalf and uh, Wilson and the boys. So I'm going to give it to Mr. Tyler Lockett. Yeah. All right. So um, my chump out of this group is D. Bo Samuel. Um, again, I I just don't like – I maybe I just don't like the 49ers. I don't know what it is. There's just – I don't like their receivers. I don't like their running backs. Just as far as fantasy is concerned, it's just a pick and choose. He's had two 
Um, good games. He didn't have a great one this third one. So I'm just not a big believer in Debo Samuels going forward. Um, and you know, I've already mentioned Jamar Chase. So you, so you know, I'm high on him regardless. Um, you know, and I, you know, I don't know what to make of Mike Williams in that, you know, I, I don't know if I want to call him a champ. I don't know if I want to call him a chump, you know, Mike, Mike Williams, you know, he always seems to have those fleeting games. I just see Keenan Allen, taking back over at some point, just like this ebb and flow, um, you know, of, of, of who his target's going to be. So um, I don't even know what to make about him. Go ahead. You're going to share something, Nick? Go ahead. No, I, see, I was going to pick him to be my, to be my chump because, you know, uh, with his history, the bottom's going to fall out at some point. And like Greg said last night, for all those delving to the show, they always had a tight end to offset. Now it's just Keenan Allen. Now uh, Mike Williams has got to be the second guy. And uh, their tight end is um, Jared Cook. Last year it was it was Hunter Henry. So they need to rely more on Mike Williams to get those uh, deep passes and, of course, flip it off to uh, Eckler. But we'll wait and see. Just right after the wheels fall off. I mean, what do you get? I mean, he's, he's producing. you got to leave him in there. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you you got to get a receiver in one of these prolific offenses, um, you know, and just see what happens. Right now, Mike Williams the guy, so you're going to start him every week and, you know, let's see what happens. All right, let's go to the tight ends. We'll talk our champ or chump with tight ends. Travis Kelsey, number one, 46.9. Gronk at two at 42.4. TJ Hawkinson, 41.3. Darren Waller, at number four, 28.4. Dalton Schultz, number five, 26.3. Um, Knox, I talked about him the other day. I keep seeing him. There he is. I mean, he's he's right there in your top 10. Number six. Um, number seven, seven, Logan Thomas, 21.7. George Kittle at number eight, 19.6. Goddard, 19.2. And Conklin at number 10 at 18.6. All right, champ out of this group. Uh, I'm going to go with Gronk. And the reason why I'm going to go with Gronk is because this year was the year where O.J. Howard was supposed to step up and take over the starting role, and Gronk was to take a step backward. That's 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 what all the reports were coming out of Tampa, and uh, it's just been the reverse. Gronk has been Gronk. Uh, he retirement. I didn't want to come back. And all right, I won Super Bowl. Okay, now I'll come back again. And him and him and Brady are just doing the same old thing. So I'm gonna have him as my champ because he's consistent. He's always consistent always a target for uh tom brady and you and he'll he's always got a nose for the end zone so even if he's got two catches they could be two catches for six yards and two touchdowns yeah indeed how about a chump another group oh i'm gonna have to go with george kittle uh george kittle is a big name uh past couple seasons his production has been deteriorating uh right now he's we said earlier He's a he's a twenty to twenty guy. Uh, he hasn't been really um, touchdown dependent, so he's good for PPR. For PPR, he's good, but as far as for overall scoring and getting in the end zone, you better look elsewhere because that's he's not your guy, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, again, listen, TS's fantasy. We warned you. He was it's a touchdown dependent guy. You know, if he's not getting, that's not helping you. Um, my champ out of this group, my, I mean, listen, is Dalton Schultz. 
gear, their sky that comes out of the nowhere woodworks, especially in the tight end position. I think Dalton Schultz is going to be our guy this year in a offense that loves to throw the football and they love the tight end. Dalton, she's starting to show it now. You know, you got you already have great receivers on the outside. You can't guard everywhere. So Dalton Schultz seems to be my champ. Um, also, Knox as well. You know, I like I said, I was I just wanted to bring all these guys up. Conklin also just another guy that now he's in the same situation as Schultz in an offense that's throwing down the field. You got two good receivers. You can't guard everywhere, so that leaves the tight end. So I would definitely be targeting these guys if you have like. You know, a Gasecki, if you're a Gasecki owner, I'm a Gasecki owner. So I'm looking out for these guys now, you know, so I, you know, he's, these are some of these guys I'd be keying up, especially right here in the waiver wire coming out, um, which you'll probably be hearing this tomorrow. So be a little too late for that. And my champ out of this group is TJ Hawkinson um, watching that Lions offense, even though it wasn't all great um, this particular weekend, but even still, like he sets himself apart in that offense. He just looks different. Um, than the other guys. So I like uh, TJ Hawkinson a lot going forward this season. All right, champ or chump for our defenses, number one, Saints with 41 points, Cardinals at 38, Broncos at number three at 36, Bills at number four at 32, Panthers at five at 29, Cowboys surprise, number six uh, with 27 points, Patriots um, also tied basically with them. They have 27 points as well. Bears at eight with 25, Bengals number nine, um, and Colts and Browns tied at, with 10 at 22. Give me a champ out of this group, Nick. I like a couple, but um, I don't want to take them all. So I'm going to go with the number five, Carolina Panthers, because as we were talking earlier in the season, preseason rather, um, we couldn't name a guy on the team, on the defensive team, let alone on the offensive side besides uh, McCaffrey and Darnold, and they've just been solid. Matt Rule has got this defensive squad on point. Uh, the past three games, they've been they've been lights out. Uh, I still can't name a guy on their defense, but it doesn't matter. They might be the no name defense 2.0 because they just they go in. It's it's a business trip for them. They go in, they take care of business, and they give Darnold the ball. It's like there you go, go do something with it. And then that's it. They're done. So I would they would be my champ. Yeah, agreed. How about a chump out of this group? Oh I would say a chump out of this group. Oh, I you know what? I don't to be honest with me, I don't have one. I don't have a I do not have a chump out of this group because uh Saints are doing the job. Obviously, they're not they're number one. The surprise team is the Cardinals. The Broncos are are solid. So I personally do not see a chump defense. Um, the only one I would pick would be Dallas uh, because they had a big game against Philadelphia. And unless you're the Falcons, uh, you're going to have a big game against Philadelphia. Uh, right now, they they're not they're not doing anything against any other ranked teams. They don't beat teams that have a winning record yet. So uh, they they win all their games against teams that have nine wins or less. So right now, they would be my chump if I had to pick one. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree with you there. Um, Broncos, man, they, they're looking solid this year. And um, the 
the surprise for me are the Bengals. And um, listen, it was a juicy matchup against the Jaguars this week at home on a Thursday night. Might be somebody might want to stick in and play because they are already up there and now have a good matchup to boot. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. We're going to talk about our rankings are out. So go to tssfantasy.com. You can see check out our rankings. But we're going to talk about them when we come back in one second. Hey, TSS family. This is Flanders here again. And I want to ask you, do you want to learn how to defend yourself, become more confident, and be more fit? I think you do. That's why I recommend John Emmons Taekwondo in Kissimmee, Florida. At this dojang, you will learn an old art for a modern age under the tutelage of an 8th degree black belt, Master John Emmons. If you want the martial arts to be part of your life and you value hard work with high quality results at reasonable prices, then John Emmons Taekwondo is the place for you. They can be found at EmmonsTaekwondo.com and you can call them at 407 931 1111 John Emmons, Taekwondo is our number one pick for self-defense, and we are the fantasy show of the people. All right, so let's go over, um, you know, obviously a lot of rankings to talk about. We'll go more in depth on Friday, but since, you know, I've just put some of the top, I put my top 10 up. I didn't have time to put your top 10 up. Um, So, so basically, I mean, here's our top 10 here with quarterbacks. Uh, What I want to hear from you instead of just reading off the list, everyone, give me a sleeper um, this week for your quarterbacks and your quarterback rankings. My sleeper this week is going to be Matt Ryan. Now, he doesn't sound like a traditional uh, sexy name uh, sleeper, but here's the thing. He hasn't been playing that well this season, all right? Uh, He's only averaged about 19, 20 points, if I can think of, offhand. So, and Washington's defense has been, uh, to this point, as you and I had spoken, has been overbuilt. So they're not performing very well either. So he kind of got right last week against the Giants. I think he really turns it on this week against Washington. Call me crazy, but he he would be my sleeper of the week. All right. I'll call you a lot of things, but crazy is not one of them. Our our new um, co-host we can call crazy, though. Let's welcome to the studio Fred the Jester Reyes. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm here. All right, I'm glad you glad you at least joined the last few minutes of the program. So uh, we're talking about quarterbacks. The rankings are out. So I was just asking Nick a sleeper for this week, week four, out of your quarterback rankings this week. Anyone that's um, not on the on the normal radar you think that might show out this week? I don't think Jalen Hurts is on the normal radar, rated radar, um, but I think he has a good week this year. Uh, this week, um, when you play Kansas City, you have to throw the ball and. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Jalen Hurts 
has to throw the ball. The running game is going to be okay, but you got to match Patrick Mahomes for pass for pass to win. I don't care that their record is one and two. You have to match their offense. And I think they're going to be a little bit mad that they lost that game. And I believe they're going to come throwing the ball. And I think Jalen Hurst has to match it. So he's going to score big. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's what happens when you come late. Just so you know, Jalen Hurts is the number four fantasy quarterback. So he's not a surprise at all. But, I think he's a sleeper. <laughs> And Kansas City's defense is the worst in the league. So it's not quite a sleeper, um, especially in our rankings. We have him this week up pretty high um, as well. So um, he's number six on the uh, rankings this week. All right. So um, anyway, we'll move on. Let's go to running backs. Who, guys, give me a sleeper. Um, Nick, I know Freddie ain't ready yet. So, Nick, you give me a sleeper <laughs> out of your running backs uh, this week. Somebody you like that's just kind of off the radar. Well, I like him, and he, but he's not exactly off the radar. Uh, Freddie and I have been talking about him. I really like Zach Moss. I think he's going to take over that starting role up in up in Buffalo. Uh, he's he's doing the job whether he's receiving uh, or whether he's he's running the ball. I think he's got maybe uh, five total touchdowns this season, and. He's going to take that ball from from Devin Singletary. Um, Devin Singletary is the main rusher, but I think eventually as the season progresses, um, Zach Moss is going to be the guy because he's more versatile in that offense. Yeah, I agreed. Mike's actually brought him up too uh, quite often. The only thing, though, that I caution about Zach Moss is they just don't run the football a lot in Buffalo, and they do they do it through Allen. That's just my only thing with them. Really quick, I forgot to mention my sleeper quarterback because I was just I was so I was trying to chastise Freddie too much to mention it, um, but. <laughs> But somebody a little off the radar this week that you might want to look at is Jameis Winston in his matchup against the New York football giants with no defense. I like Jameis Winston this week as my sleeper. All right, Fred, give me your sleeper running back this week. Jesus, I don't even know what to pick. I was going to say Joe Mixon, but you probably got him high already. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have him high, but it's okay. Go ahead. You go ahead. I, think I was going to go with Joe Mixon. Um, you know, when he's good, he's good. When he's bad, he's bad. We told them don't start him for two weeks. This week, I believe you start him. He's playing the Jags, isn't he right? Is that right? Joe Mixon? Yeah, the Cincinnati yes. Bengals. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they play the Jaguars. Um, I think I think they win the game decisively if they run the ball. I mean, hey, it's cool to throw the ball around the field, but you want to win the game against the Jags, run the ball. Yeah, um, my sleeper is Miles Sanders because we just talked about them having giving him two carries. Listen, I mean, we're not the only people saying, hey, you can't win football games giving a guy the ball two times. So obviously they're going to come in and overcompensate. I think they're going to give the ball a lot to Miles Sanders this game too. Um, so I, I see, again, you're playing against the worst defense in the league. I like Jalen Hurts, and I like Miles Sanders in this game, too. Um, he could be a little sleeper for you this week at the running back position. All right, receivers. Talk about them real quick. I'll just throw up the top ten. We'll start with you, Fred. Give me a receiver that is not, you know, somebody off the radar that could be a sleeper this week. <laughs> this sleeper week, for Fred. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I don't really know about a sleeper this week. 
Because everybody I've been picking is playing good. Damn. So I, I think we can just mark this down as unprepared. Nick, give me a sleeper at the wide receiver position, please. I am going to go with Hunter Renfro from the Las Vegas Raiders uh, because he always seems to be in the right spot at the right time. He caught two touchdowns last week. Uh, they call him second in Renfro, third in Renfro. So whenever, <laughs> so whenever they need they need a, a big play, he's he's their go to guy. And he's established himself as the second, uh, the second receiver in that receiving core out there in, in Vegas. And it just seems like he's got a special connection with Derek Carr. You know who I like this week? Um, you know, he's, it's not really a sleeper, I guess. But, you know, it kind of really is because he hasn't been, you know, doing all that great. But, um, you know, Julio Jones this week with no A.J. Brown. And they're playing the new York Jets. If you got somebody on Tennessee, get them in your lineup. All right, let's move on to the tight end position. Nick, we'll start with you. Give me a sleeper out of the tight ends this week. Oh, I'm going to be a little sentimental tonight, and you're going to have to excuse me on that. I'm going to have to go with Zach Ertz. Uh, he had a good game against Dallas last week. I didn't expect much. I actually left Actually, he was one of my sits because of his hamstring issue, and then he was on the COVID, and he he stepped up. He played really well, and again, just like Freddie said about five minutes ago against Kansas City, you got to throw the ball, and it's just past couple of years, it's been evident that the that the offense, the passing offense anyway, runs through the tight ends in Philly. So uh, he is going to be that second release target off the line, and Hurts is going to find him. So I'm going to go with a sleeper, Zach Ertz, and I, I think he scores one touchdown this week. Yeah, well, we talked about it, um, you know, just a second ago when we talked about the Monday night game, seven targets, he, you know, led the mm-hmm. team in targets. So that's, uh, yeah, good call there. Fred, do you have a sleeper tight end, or should I hit the dumbass now? No, no, I do. It's Evan Ingram this week. <laughs> we have to get the ball to the tight ends, Daniel Jones. No, it's not all your fault. We got J.C. Garrett calling plays. You know, I'm not a true Giants fan, but got to mix it up a little bit. Can't just throw to the wide receivers and Saquon. Got a big tight end at the at the end over there. Matter of fact, you got two, him and Kyle Rudolph. Use your tight ends, guys. Add pass protection up front. Gives you two outlets for extra receivers. Use your tight ends. Uh, my sleeper this week is Tyler Higby. I mean, they're playing the Cardinals. They gotta gonna have to keep up. Um, you know, even though it's still the Rams, their defense is good, but this Cardinals offense is better. I hate to say it, you know, and in a pissing match, I think they're gonna outpiss them if we'll put it that in that perspective. So um I like um Higby this week as a sleeper if you need someone to plug and play this week. All right, let's go on to the defenses. We'll throw the show the throw the top ten up there again. If you're listening to us, you know we just have the top ten up. But go to tssfantasy.com. You can check out all the rankings there. We're just pulling out the sleepers in this particular episode, and we'll get more in depth on on the rankings on Friday. Um, so, Nick, give me a sleeper defense this week. You know, uh, I think you might be calling me crazy by the end of the night. Uh, I'm going to pick Dallas. Uh, they had, obviously they had a, they had a big game 
It was against Philadelphia. I know. But uh, Diggs had a big game. Their defense stepped up. Micah Parsons, uh, Penn Stater, he's just all over the field. And I'm not that sold yet on Carolina's offense, especially now that CMC is out. Um, I'm not that sold on, on uh, Chuba Hubbard yet. And the receivers just aren't showing up. DJ Moore is about the only guy that actually gets some targets. Robbie Anderson only had, what, one target last week. So I am going to go with them damn Dallas Cowboys. I like That's a good call, Nick. I like that. Fred, who you got? I got that little thing that you're about to put on me. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. All right. Um, it's not fair. I got out of work. <laughs> uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, no matter how much time you tell them, hey, prep this, prep that, does not matter. Still come unprepared. Uh, my sleeper defense this week, um, somebody that, you know, that I I don't I want to say the Bengals because they really kind of are a sleeper. Um, Titans also the same playing the Jets. I mean, I know no what you normally you're not having the Titans on your roster, so I know you're going through a waiver wire if you got them this week. Um, you know, Broncos are interesting because they're such a good defense all the time, but do you expect them to play well against ba- that well against Baltimore, though? You know, that's another interesting, yeah. Go ahead, Fred. interesting, fucking Detroit. Oh, no cursing, Detroit. They play the Bears and Matt Nagy, and he don't even know he's starting as quarterback yet. What is wrong with this guy? I don't I understand gonna, it. I was going to say, uh, you know, Detroit showed up against Baltimore, so apparently uh, they're they're not too bad. Or Baltimore's defense is, I mean, offense is really one dimensional. Yeah, um, yeah, good point. And Fred, see, you weren't a dumbass. You could have put them as your sleeper, and we would have been fine. Um, you know, I, like I don't know. I don't know if it's a sleeper or not, but I think FT has a get-back game this week. I mean, Atlanta's offense, let's face it, has struggled. Um, it's not the Atlanta that we've known. I like them to get back this week. I think they're going to bounce back a little bit and kind of get back to what they what they were doing before last year may have successful. All right, let's take a quick break real quick. We come back, we'll go over the Thursday, or excuse, the Thursday night game, and we'll close it on out. Hey, TSS family, it's Commissioner Cooper. And when anyone on our crew has a special event or just needs to freshen up a bit, we go see our boys at Underground Cuts located at 1005 West Oak Ridge Road, Suite 6 in Orlando, Florida. Give Rob a call today at 407-858-0880. Mention TSS Fantasy or do that annoying Jets chant and receive a free soda compliments of TSS Fantasy. A sound nobody is making around the country. All right, Thursday night, we have an epic AFC matchup. The Cincinnati Bengals going against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, You know, there's not a lot of star power, if you will, in this game other than, you know, listen, do you go Joe Burrow this week against the Jags? I mean, I don't know. I don't know who – I don't – I can't think of many people – um, you know, I'd put 
I'd put Joe Burrow ahead of, to be honest. Like, even though it's the Jags, um, you know, I like Jamar Chase to have a good game. I like Joe Mixon to have a good game. But that's what I think more is. You're going to see more of the Joe Mixon good game this week before eventually he's going to injure himself uh, pretty soon. Um, So I like him. Um, you know, and again, the Bengals defense, we talked about Trevor Lawrence has been prone for mistakes. Um, so again, they'd be a decent play this week. Um, you know, who, who knows on the, as far as the Jags receiver, Marvin Jones, Jr., Chenault, who knows steps up for them. Um, but it, eventually they may get some garbage time, but I think, like I said, I think the Bengals are more of that AFC North traditional team where they want to grind it out on you if they can. So I expect a big Joe mixing game, more defensive game for the Bengals in this one. Guys, anyone go with you, Nick, anyone in this particular matchup that you're looking to get in your lineup, you know, anyone big that you, uh, see you have a big night in this one. Uh, I would just go with the Bengals defense because it's a short week. They're home. Obviously, no travel. Um, I'm wary against Joe uh, Burrow. That offensive line is not good at all. Uh, but if you had to pick one player, uh, I'd pick Jamar Chase because it seems like he's got the confidence back. He's got 11 catches for 220 yards and, and four TDs. So he's doing something right. So uh, put him in your lineup, and i put Bengals defense. Yeah, apparently he doesn't need the stripes on the on the ball anymore. Fred, no. um, anyone in this matchup you're looking to get in your lineup? I think you got to start James Robinson. I heard he's going to get more touches. Um, if if they're going to grind and pound it out, you got to do the same thing with with James Robinson. He had a good game last week, so I would definitely start him this week. Yeah, um, you know, I I think you know we're going to have to if he's in your if he's in your lineup, you're more likely to have to start him anyway. So yeah, I definitely can see him uh, being started as well. So for the Jags. Um, so again, it's kind of a crapshoot on their receivers, but we'll see. Um, hopefully it'll be an interesting game. Nonetheless, I'd like to see, uh, like to see Trevor Lawrence break out a little bit, um, see a little offense and maybe Joe Burrow and him kind of go back and forth. Maybe we'll see a new, um, you know, new rivalry emerge. Who knows? All right. So we'll close it on out. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. Um, again, check us out. TSSfantasy.com. All our rankings are up. So you can go right away and check it all out. Um, and if you have any lineup questions or any ranking questions, feel free to email us or to reach out to us on any of our social media websites. We appreciate you and we are out. Do, do, do. We're on a mission, a mission, guys. We're on a mission, guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.